Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Rishi Sadak, the Prime Minister, is lying to you. There's no other accurate way of describing what he's doing. And wherever you stand on the political spectrum, someone using the biggest bully pulpit in the country to spread deceit for political gain is clearly not fit to be Prime Minister. Now, let's just have a listen to what Rishi Sunak had to say about striking workers. So the government is always going to try and act fairly and reasonably, and that's why we accepted in full the recommendations of the independent bodies that advise a government on the appropriate levels of pay in the public sector. But what I'm not going to do is ask ordinary families up and down the country to pay an extra £1,000 a year to meet the pay demands of the union bosses. That wouldn't be right and it wouldn't be fair. But what I am going to do is ensure that I minimise the disruption to people's lives and make sure that we protect lives. Uh, and that's what we're working on right now with resi resilience and contingency plans, but also looking looking at tough new laws, which will help us do that. But you're right, we're here uh, at an RAF base today. I had the opportunity to say thank you to some of our uh, Armed Forces personnel, because many of them are going to miss Christmas to help us deal with the disruption from strikes, whether that's manning border posts or driving ambulances, and we all owe them an enormous debt of gratitude. OK, so let's just repeat what he said. What I'm not going to do is ask ordinary families up and down the country to pay an extra £1,000 a year to meet the pay demands of the union bosses. Now, it sounds steep, doesn't it? He's phrased it in such a way that's intended to rouse emotions during a cost of living crisis, a crisis, I might add, which the government bears principal responsibility for. It's encouraging you to think, hold on a minute, I'm struggling. Life is tough and I'm expected to cough up my diminishing pay packet in order to pay for nurses, paramedics, and teachers. Now, this is classic Tory divide and rule strategy, by the way, which is to deflect anger away from those who are actually responsible, those who you should be angry at, the government, and those who are responsible for making millions of people poorer. They've overseen the longest squeeze in living standards for workers since the Napoleonic age. That's on them. But they want you to be angry, not with them. They want you to be angry instead of other people who are struggling, and in this case, who are actually trying to do something about it. Now, it's an absolute nonsense. Now, what we're going to do is look at this thread by an economist at the Institute for Fiscal Studies, Ben Zaranko. Now, he goes through this in quite a lot of detail. So I'm going to do this step by step, and you're going to see why this is all just one big lie. So this economist notes the government is claiming that giving public sector pay workers a pay award that matches inflation, or that would cost £28 billion. There are 28 million households or so in this country. That's why we end up with this very neat, convenient round figure of one grand a household. Now, firstly, he suggests that the maths are just wrong on their own terms. The public sector pay bill last year was 233 billion. So even with inflation just at over 10%, that pay increase to match the obviously increase in inflation, the 10.1% sorry, inflation rate, that would be around £23.5 billion. Now, that still seems like a huge amount of money. 
But the problem is, it's not including plans based on existing pay awards um, of below inflation, between 2 and 3%. So that takes it down to about £18 billion. But even then, it doesn't take into account government offering pay awards of 5% this year. That takes it down to about £13 billion or so, between £13 billion and more. Now, there's there's another another point. Public sector workers pay tax on their income. So if they're getting more pay, they're paying more tax, not just say income tax, but VAT. So now we're down to what this economist estimates between 10 and 15 billion pounds. But there's another key point as well, which just really makes this whole thing a complete load of bollocks, which is we don't have a flat tax in this country, fortunately, where everyone pays the same amount of tax, regardless of how much they earn. That money is not ever, would never be evenly split between households. It's not like that, say, 10 to 15 billion pounds would be then be split between 28 million households evenly. It makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Now, the other considerations, of course, as well, we have a crisis of retention and recruitment when it comes to, say, teachers, nurses, and that lack of nurses, let's just take the lack of nurses, well, that costs money, doesn't it? Obviously, you don't have to be a kind of whiz kid to work this one out, because it undermines the ability of the NHS to treat people. We've got, what, 10% um, missing nurses in terms of nurse vacancies in this country. Well, if we don't have enough nurses, then that obviously means more people becoming more ill than they otherwise should be. Contributes, obviously, to longer waiting lists. It undermines the ability of the NHS to treat people. We don't have enough nurses, obviously. Well, that means more people becoming more ill than they would be, meaning more expensive treatment and or more lost working hours to the economy. I mean, these are all have costs in their own different ways. There's also, incidentally, a strong evidence of a strong link between wages and productivity. So, you you know, if you increase the wages of workers, their productivity may well go up in itself. That is obviously linked to how much money there is in the system. Now, the fact is, you only get good public services if you pay for them. You don't get them on the cheap. Um, and you only get good public services if you pay the people who deliver those services a, a good wage. Otherwise, you lose good staff. You fail to recruit good staff. And having to desperately recruit staff, that costs money as well. And you leave much of the rest completely demoralised, which has a consequence often on the way people work. Now, overall pay, average pay in the public sector has fallen by 5.9% on average since the Tories came to power. That is one of the main reasons our public services are in such a mess. And, you know, in any case, let's just, you know, be very clear about this. When we say, I say it's a lie, because it's seen as very uncouth and vulgar to accuse people of lying in public. Instead, we're supposed to say, well, they're just mistaken. They're simply mistaken. Well, you know, the idea of this guy with a massive team of officials, aides and civil servants, with obviously, you know, I'm just some guy, a journalist, doing a video on this. And obviously, this is one economist, which I'm basing it off, at the Institute for Fiscal Studies. Now, you know, Rishi Sunak's got this army of people. The idea is just getting his figures wrong and accidentally feeding the public bogus figures, which just happen to be convenient for the argument he's making, is a nonsense. Now, unless the guy is completely stupid and completely incompetent, as well as his officials, then clearly, well, he's lying, isn't he? He's, 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 he's lying to the public. He's saying something which if he spent even a second thinking about, he must know isn't true. You do not face, as a, on, on households, as your household, a grand a year, these overworked, underpaid public sector workers um, get a pay rise. The same public sector workers who are hypocritically applauded and cheered 
by Tory ministers and MPs, including, of course, Rishi Sunak. What we should be doing is asking those who are booming to pay more tax. We should have a proper wealth tax in this country. You know, wealth has exploded over the last few years, continued to during the pandemic. You know, there's this argument, too, that if they get the pay rise, they deserve it or fuel inflation. Again, total nonsense. Inflation, this inflation crisis, isn't being driven by pay. It's just not true. We've had the longest squeeze, as I keep saying, in living standards since the 19th century. Um, clearly not wages driving up inflation. Energy price hikes, supply chain problems, yep, they've all driven up inflation. That's a separate issue to deal with. Now, we've also been, we're also told all the time, well, public sector workers get such a cushy deal compared to those in the private sector. This is this argument of, um, you've been mugged, but don't be angry at the person who's mugged you. Be angry at your less deserving neighbour who's not been mugged as much as you have. It's just, again, it's divide and rule. There's also a nonsense because actually both public and private sector pay has fallen, but the public sector pay has fallen more steeply. Public sector pay is an average 5% lower now than private sector pay. Now, both public sector and private sector workers deserve a pay rise. We shouldn't now be saying, well, public sector workers are more deserving than private sector workers. You shouldn't play people off against each other like that. They all deserve a decent pay rise because millions of people in public and private sector are struggling alike. It's not either or. And the way to achieve that is to fight back. We've got to fight back. You know, we've got to follow the examples or example of our nurses, our paramedics, our posties, our train workers, our academics, people who are standing up for themselves. It's, it's not guaranteed to work, by the way, but we've only ever won these things throughout our history when people were prepared to fight back and have the courage and determination to fight back. And these workers happen to be showing leadership. They're setting an example that others should follow. So don't believe the lies being fed to you by Rishi Sunak and his government. He is lying to you. He knows, he must know, he is not telling you the truth. You do not face a bill of a grand if these underworked pay workers, uh, underpaid, not underworked, sorry, underpaid and overworked public sector workers get the pay rise they deserve. What you're going to get, though, is better public services. You're going to get more teachers, more nurses and all the rest to look after us. And the reason, of course, those people are doing the job they do is because they care not because they're greedy. They've been screwed over. They deserve our support. And they don't deserve for us to believe lies fed to us by Conservative Prime Minister. Please like, subscribe, support us on patreon.com forward slash MJOS84. I'll see you soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.